0: Welcome, worldwide ultra fans. It is the third edition of uh, I Run Far Live here. It is Thursday afternoon, about 4 p.m. So what are we, like 36 hours away from the start of the Western States 100?
1: I'm not racing and I still just felt jitters down. I just got, just got goosebumps. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, for, sorry, for the for the audience online, we do got a nice a nice live audience here. Let's make some noise and let the people online yes. know who's here.
0: Yes, and we're broadcasting live from the coffee bar here in Olympic Village, and uh, thank you to them. They've been great hosts. They were very excited to support us with this new exciting interview format, so thank you to the coffee bar. Please give them some business as a thank you. Thanks also to our sponsors uh, Drymax, Buff, and Jaybird Sports who support I Run Far, who of course is a invaluable resource for our community so make sure you I'll support them as Dylan. well, yes. <laughs> uh, anything else we need to mention? I'll well, this is Dylan
1: Bowman yes, and I'm Megan Hicks. I always forget that part. <laughs> and we're here with our, our first afternoon interview is with Camelia Mayfield. Hi.
0: So, Camelia, you are sort of an up-and-coming runner in the sport. You've had a lot of really impressive performances in the last couple of years. Uh, you live in Bend, if I'm not mistaken. Bend, Oregon. <laughs> And you raced your way in uh, just a couple months ago at the Lake Sonoma 50 miler, which is one of the most competitive 50 milers in the U.S., as everybody here, I'm sure, already understands. Was that your goal going into the race? Were you looking to achieve a a golden ticket and and race here at Western States, or was it a surprise?
2: Um, Definitely not for that race. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I had kind of put the dreams of Western States for this year um, on the back. Um, I've got a couple other things going on in my life so I'm like, you know, I think maybe another year of developing my running would be fine. Um, I had done checking at the month prior and I didn't perform as well as I hoped to and so I just, going into it, I didn't have a ton of confidence but I'm, I just wanted to have fun and I knew there was some really talented women racing it so I'm like, you know, I'll just shoot for top ten um, <laughs> and so pretty early in the race I figured out that maybe I'd do a lot better than that. Um, so it's definitely a great surprise, and I think anytime time you, personally for me, anytime you get a chance to race a race like this that's so competitive, you just gotta take it. Yeah. I mean, so th- this is an interesting
1: story. This is going to be your first 100 miler and you just decided like two months ago
2: to do it? <laughs> just jump right in. Well, I, I feel like I've been preparing to do a 100-miler for a long time, okay. at least emotionally and mentally. <laughs> um, Which is like more than half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, that's always that's been my goal since I've started doing ultra marathons, that I wanted to race this race. Um, I, as I think a lot of people who are doing it now and are continuously entering the lottery, I mean, it's a bucket list. Um, race so it was a little bit daunting you know just racing 50 miles in I think it was like 75 maybe 80 degrees that day and I'm like it? it felt very hot so when I finished I'm like okay I can do double that right maybe like 20 degrees warmer right mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was I knew that it would be a challenge and um, you know initially I I was talking to Brian with I Run Far I'm like yeah I'm definitely taking it then my fiance was like let's let's step back a minute like don't feel like you have to do it um, but it definitely gave me that chance to evaluate and just really be like you know I do want to do this yes it might be a big jump but you never know until you try it um, so
1: I Run far- interviewed you once before after your uh, podium finish at Lake Sonoma but the uh, viewing world the I run for viewing world still doesn't know too much about you mm-hmm. um, can you talk about your background in running? I think you were a D1 collegiate runner and I, I suppose you ran high school also
2: yeah, um, I grew up in Ashland, Oregon some of you may know that's where Hal Kerner lives now and he actually had just started the running store in town when I started high school um, so I trailed Running definitely kind of um, gained some interest during that time. Um, I then went on to run at Portland State University um, for my last three years of college. They convinced me to stay for a fifth year. Um, Is that where
0: Ruth Croft
2: ran? Did you know her? She did run there, yeah. and I was nowhere close to getting her her record <laughs> in oh, the okay. 10K. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's very very strong, so I don't. You, that's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't think.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um so I yeah I did the 10k there. Um <coughs> Actually doing the regional um, meet for the 10K back in 2015 was the last time I had to do any sort of heat training um, with regionals being in Austin. Um, And then the past two and a half years um, after college I've just been increasing my distance um, doing a lot more trail races which is pretty easy when you live in Bend.
0: Yeah. Well you in in addition to sort of your interesting personal history you also have an interesting family history particularly when it comes to this race right your dad has done the race and i think you said Your mom was pregnant with you one year when he ran the race.
2: Yeah, um, I believe he did it at least two years, um, 1991 and 1992. And I was born in 1992, Um, June 28th, don't steal my identity. Um, So actually he was finishing I think he finished the race just like a few hours before I was born. Um, no and way. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, unfortunately due to drive time and lack of cell phones back then, um, he did end up missing my birth. And it's it's very interesting like talking to him because he's, he's coming down. A, I know. What a great story. <laughs> um, but it is interesting talking to him about this race because um, it definitely holds some special memories for him like he can forget like life events that we've done and all that but then he's like oh yeah Forest Hill like you're gonna feel this way and devil's thumb that's you know like the hardest part so it's definitely interesting the way that um he has that history of this race. So did you say that he's gonna be crewing you this weekend? Um he'll, he'll be around. He'll okay. He'll be m- mainly spectating. Um, Emotional support. Yeah it's Definitely I think choosing your crew for this race is probably one of the most difficult decisions (laughs) you have because in some ways it's harder than running it you know the focus is making sure that you're in the right spot you have all the things that you need to have and at the same time you're also the crew is also sleep deprived and has to have their own nutrition and all that so um, you thought this through though yeah I know. that's
0: so interesting I mean with that story and the fact that you grew up in Ashland which is the home of both uh, Hal Kerner and Tim Olson when he won the there's race some there's Coopers some serious history Ashland. Yeah it's serious history and success that's come out of that town so I think that bodes well for you but we're also curious since this is your first hundred miler and certainly the most competitive race you've been a part of in your short career thus far Mm -hmm. do you have competitive ambitions you want to talk about going into the race or is it more of just like I'm gonna sort of let myself develop as an athlete get a good finish under my belt and hopefully come back in the future and, and do even better.
2: Mm-hmm. I'd say definitely more of the second mm-hmm. option. Um, I think one of the hardest things about running is you, it, essentially this is like a championship race mm-hmm. and you have no control about how the other people are going to handle the race. All you have is control over yourself. Um, so my plan is just to run within my own ability. Um, really especially early on, just take those internal gauges of how I'm feeling and how I hope to be feeling and, and go from there. Cool. Um, I think, are you a coach? I am. Okay. Is that is that your job or what do you do professionally? No. Um, professionally, I'm a caseworker. Okay. Yeah. For wow. the state of Oregon. So I also have a pretty emotionally demanding 9 to 5 job. Mm. Um, and then I coach for Trails and Tarmac on the side. Um, do you, uh, going in, to an
1: event like this that has a ton of unknowns that's not unfamiliar territory for a lot of people here who are going to be racing everywhere from the front to the back of the pack are you analytical in your approach or are you um like really just trying to absorb how everything feels moment to moment or what's your thought process going to be out there
2: um i'd say i'm definitely more Moment to moment, like just really running in a mindful way about um, taking, taking basically just that inventory of what my body needs, what emotionally I need. Um, I in in the past I feel like every race is training for something, every life event is training for something, and I hope that when it gets very hard, that I can pull on some of those experiences of when other races have been really difficult or um, I felt hopeless. Before (laughs) and gone through it
0: so I'm sure there will be those moments cool well maybe one more question um I just mentioned you you know you're from Ashton but you live in Bend now and Bend is also a hotbed of trail and ultra running and people who have been really successful at this race including Stephanie Violet Ian Sharman who are both in the race this year Mario Mendoza as well Amy Sproston um have you gone on any runs with them or hung out with them gleaned any advice from their experience
2: yeah um, definitely Ian Sharman has been a wealth of advice Um, since he's also a coach he's very you know Mm -hmm. outspoken in sharing his knowledge Mm -hmm. Um, I did the memorial Weekend um, training camp, so we shared some miles together and then of course um, Stephanie and I also sometimes run together. I think it's definitely difficult Um, I'm one of the I don't know. I know some of them have, you know, of course, like, full-time jobs as yep. well, but my schedule is pretty rigid, so it can be kind of hard to... When when other people are training at such a high level, mm. coordinating schedules can be very sure. difficult. Sure.
0: <laughs> but it's good to have that wealth of information at your fingertips if you need it.
2: Definitely. And just knowing, like, what are the good trails to go to, <laughs> what other people are doing when, you know, it's 40 degrees and we're trying to train for the heat. <laughs>
0: yeah well it's been great to get to know you a little bit and uh, you seem wise beyond your years and <laughs> experience um, so you. good luck this weekend I think uh, it'll be a really interesting race to watch and we wish you nothing but the best so a round of applause please for <laughs>